Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back, guys. I was feeling a little guilty because I didn't put out an episode the other day on Thursday. I try to always do, be consistent with Sundays and Thursdays. I feel like those are good days to, you know, put out what I need to put out. But I didn't this past Thursday. And if I'm being honest, I was just feeling kind of stuck. I was feeling kind of stuck in the way of sometimes I get in these modes where I don't have the desire to do anything. I have the desire to do something, but I don't have, call it what you will, the willpower, the drive, the, I don't know. It's literally like my brain just freezes and I can't do anything. But I can't stop thinking about the things that I have to do. And it's like I get stuck in this pattern where it's like all I want to do is relax when I'm relaxing. But I can't relax because I'm thinking about all the things that I need to do. But I also can't get up and do those things because I just don't have it in me. And, you know, I like to consider myself somebody who does get shit done. And I do when needed. But there's also just times where I am like I am I feel like I'm stuck in a box I feel like I'm stuck in a box that is slowly filling up with water and all I can do is focus on my breathing and try not to drown. And I feel like that sounds kind of dark uh, and maybe it is, but I've always been honest about, you know, the trauma that I've experienced in my life. I've been honest about the fact that I have CPTSD. I've been honest about the fact that I have ADHD and honestly, I probably don't treat my diagnosis the way that I should Meaning, you know, I, I'm not consistent with taking medication because I feel like in my brain, I just, I'm like, you don't need it. But I know when I take it, I feel way better. Um, I feel more normal. I feel more like, yes, I can do this. I can do hard things. Um, but I also just like, I feel, for me, this is not to say that anybody else is this way. So please do not take it that way. But for me, I feel like, I feel like I'm weak if I if I have to take my Adderall just to get through my day. I'm like, how how can you not get through your day? How can you not do what everybody else seems to do so easily? Well, there's a lot of reasons. You know, there's a, my brain is just different. But also, I think that with the ADHD and with the trauma, sometimes the two just meet face to face. And it's like, boom. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything. And I feel like this past week was really how I felt that way. And in those moments, in those moments where you feel your weakest and you feel like you're not able to accomplish what you want to accomplish, I want to first let you know that that's okay. That is totally okay. And for a long time, I never let it be okay. And honestly, the longer that I let myself believe that it wasn't okay, the more debilitating I became, the more the more I felt stuck, the more that I felt trapped, the more that I felt like I was just continuing this cycle of numbing myself with just anything other than what I felt like I needed to get done. And 
I feel like today I just want to talk about how we can how we can not let those moments define who we are. Because I think that everybody goes through those times where they feel like they want to do so much, they want to accomplish so much, they want to finally make it to the gym, they want to finally go for that hike, they want to finally get up and actually cook dinner or even brush their teeth or do anything. And, you know, obviously there's a there's such a wide variety of reasons why we don't do the things that we need to do when we want to do them. And I think it makes it even worse when we feel shame for not doing those things, when really we just don't have it in us. And I think that it's hard sometimes when you can look around and you can think like, well, man, that person seems like they just have more hours in the day than I do. Or, you know, that person seems like they never rest. And that person, you know, and I I feel like I do that with myself. I try very hard not to compare myself, but it is, it is hard. It's hard when you feel like you're the only one that feels stuck. It's hard when you feel like you're the one that is drowning and everybody else just seems to be walking on fucking water. Well, I just finished this book and maybe you guys have heard about it. Uh, it's, it was actually kind of, the title was controversial and it was, uh, I'm glad my mom died by Jeanette McCurdy. And I listened to that. Well, obviously for one, of course the title drags anybody in, you know, if you know, if you label your book, I'm glad my mom died, you're going to get some people in. And I, I am so glad that I read that book because holy shit, that's just, she's like a very clear example of like, People can look like they have it all together and look like they have everything, but really inside they're dying slowly, mentally, emotionally. And it broke my heart in a lot of ways because, as I said, it's like I, I'm a millennial. I grew up watching iCarly, you know, all that. And to think that she was going through one of the worst things that I think people should would ever have to live through, it's just like, it's just crazy. It's crazy because you just never know. And also... So I finished the end of it. All I got to say is you just got to read the whole book, okay? Because, I mean, I could talk about points in that book so much that it resonates to everyday life with people. But I think that you just got to listen to the book. Listen to the book. Do yourself a favor or read the book or whatever you got to do. I listen to it because sometimes audibles are just... I, I read books faster when I can listen to them. But something that she struggled with in that book was an eating disorder. Um, she struggled with anorexia. She struggled with bulimia. And she said in the book somehow how she went to see an eating disorder coach. And he said, you know, he was trying to just help her, like, get to the point where she wasn't binge eating all the time and then going and, you know, making herself throw up. And she said, um, they talked about just shame and how shame is a lot of the reasons why we continue the cycles of what we want to actually break. And it's like, because yeah, if you, if you feel stuck one day, for instance, and let's say you, you knew you wanted to accomplish so much or, and let's not even just talk about accomplishing. Let's just say that, let's just even start small. Like you knew that you just wanted to get out of bed that day. And in some way that day just wasn't happening for you. You had the day off and you felt like this is my one day off. I want to go and do this, that, and the other. And you ended up spending it just in bed on your phone, you know, watching TV, reading a book, whatever the hell you do on your time off. And then you later on at night, lay your head down and you start feeling guilty and you start feeling regretful. And, you know, those things are things that we can live with. We can live with maybe feeling guilty and we can live with feeling like a little regretful and we can live with feeling like, 
you know, a little bit of like the FOMO of like, dang, I wish if I would have done that, I would have felt this. But the shame is what makes people continue the cycle because shame is something that just makes you, it, that is what keeps you stuck. The shame of, I know I need to be doing this, but I'm not doing it. And I feel so ashamed of myself. So I'm not even going to bother with it because this is just who I am. I am just this lazy, unmotivated person who just can't get out of bed today. And then you tell yourself that. And then the next day you wake up and you're still holding on to the shame of what you didn't get done and what you didn't do, what you wanted to do. And it's like, you know, guilt just kind of comes and goes, but shame sits on us like fucking boulders. And I felt like when I was reading that in that book and I was listening to it and, and she was saying that like, you know, the shame was the reason why she kept continuing to relapse in her eating disorder was because she would do it once. And instead of just being like, oh, this was a slip up, she would let herself slide. And that was like really what they referenced in the book is like, you know, slip ups are fine. But, you know, it's when you continue to just let yourself slide is when that's the shame living for you. That's not you. That's the shame. And I feel like that just resonated with me so hard because that is exactly what I do to myself. You know, as I started this and said, oh, I felt guilty. Sorry if you can hear some jets outside. <laughs> I said, oh, I, I felt guilty because I didn't record. And, I, you know, I try really hard to be consistent because consistency is something I've always struggled with. And, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm definitely so proud of how consistent I've shown myself I can be over the last couple of years. Like, there's just so much that I've proven to myself. Like, you are a consistent person. But you also somebody who has slip-ups. And I wouldn't even say me not recording an episode was a slip-up. But it was me feeling like I had more free time on my hands. And I didn't... I didn't um, utilize it. And that made me feel guilty and sad and unmotivated. And I felt lazy and I felt all these things. And then, you know, I started to feel shameful. And then I thought, well, I... I I'm just not even going to do this anymore. I'll, I'll record when I feel like it and that's it. And I had to check myself. And then that's why when I finished that book today and I heard that and I was like, that's what it is. You don't, you don't necessarily care so much that you didn't record the episode. It's that you feel ashamed of yourself. And why? Why should I feel ashamed of myself? It's not like this is my income. It's not like this is what I'm like, this is how I'm feeding my family. And even if it was, oh, well. I'm I'm human and sometimes you just feel stuck. And sometimes that stuckness literally feels like you're sinking into quicksand and there's nothing you can do but just let it happen. And but when you add the shame of oh my god, I'm sinking into quicksand, then you're just going to sink faster and harder. And then next thing you know, you're completely underwater and you're completely just submerged in this muck of your own guilt and shame. When in reality, you could just say, yeah, you know, maybe I could have utilized my time a little better. Maybe I could have done this and maybe I could have done that. But that's okay. You know, and I think that also goes along with like having compassion for yourself and allowing yourself the space that you need to do the things that you need to do and feel what you need to feel. And, you know, I'm, you know, I always speak about that as like feeling what you need to feel is like the most important part of just life in general. You know, you really get to know yourself when you allow yourself to feel what you're feeling in that moment. And maybe not even trying to make sense of what you're feeling in that moment. You know, I think that's like another thing of what I personally struggle with is like when I'm 
in those moments of, oh, I need to do this. I need to do that. I got to get this done. I got to get that done, blah, blah, blah. And then it's just like, oh, it just feels too heavy. It all just feels like, not like emotionally heavy, but just like physically, I just, it, it feels so heavy. And so I just think, fuck it. I'm not doing any of it. And I think that that's a very important lesson for us to take away is just, for one, feeling stuck is going to be a part of life. I feel like I've felt stuck my entire life. And that doesn't mean that I've been happy and that doesn't mean that I've been miserable and that doesn't mean that I am, like, not liking where I'm at in life. It's just, like, I think that is kind of what life is. Life is a lot of feeling like, what's my next move? Feeling like I need it all right now or I'm nothing. Feeling like you're just, you're not who you want to be. And I think that that's, there's a variety of reasons why we all feel that way. I think it's a lot of pressure and the world that we get. I think it's pressure from our friends and family. I think it's pressure that we put on ourselves. But I think that when we add shame to the mix and we start to feel shameful for things that really we shouldn't feel shameful for, that's when we, that's when we really slide in reference to that book. Because, <laughs> you know, that was what they said. It's like, it's okay to slip up. But don't let yourself slide. And I feel like that is actually what got me to even do this right now. Was that I was feeling like I was sliding when I really wasn't even sliding. I just had slipped. If it's even that. I don't even know if if that's what it was. But I just was feeling stuck. I was feeling sad. I was feeling mentally drained. You know, I feel like there's just a lot that goes on behind everybody's closed doors that people don't see. And, you know, a lot of my own demons, a lot of my own battles are things that I really kind of, it's just a lot of worry. It's just a lot of things that maybe aren't even really real. I mean, not to say none of it's real, but a lot of that is the shame of feeling, a lot of the problems that I have are the shame of feeling like I need to be somewhere where I don't need to be or where I just need, I'm just not trusting the process. I'm just not trusting myself. I'm just not, I'm not allowing myself to be present. And, you know, Ryan and I were talking the other day and I was saying, you know, just how I feel like I've always just been trying to survive and trying to survive and trying to survive. And, you know, and he's like, well, you know, that's that's not been the case the last couple of years. And I'm like, but I feel like it has been like, yes, my survival mode is way different. Like I have a, a partner who loves me and supports me and, you know, who shares his life with me and we share each other's life. And, you know, we're both. We both help keep each other grounded, but at the same time, I just, I'm still in the survival mode of feeling like I have to constantly be proving myself. I have to constantly proving myself to, to myself. I have to be proving myself to other people. And so in those moments where I'm feeling stuck and debilitated and I'm feeling like I can't fucking move, I can't do anything, I, I, I feel shameful. I feel like this isn't what somebody who's trying to survive does. This isn't somebody who's trying to survive. This isn't what they would do. Somebody who's trying to survive and somebody who wants to live a good life and somebody who wants this wouldn't be doing the things that you're doing right now. You know, they wouldn't be spending their free time fucking off and doing things that aren't working towards a better them. You know, and and that's, that's like, honestly, a conversation for another day. But I feel like that's where, like, I used to be very, 
on the, uh, you know, the toxic, I wouldn't say it's all toxic, but sometimes that work ethic part of people where it's just like grind, 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 you know, do this, do that. I think that that is where a lot of shame that people feel, just as I said, is like the societal shame of like, you see people who, who push that message out there of just like, you know, no days off. And like, you know, while you're sleeping, I'm awake and I've already done this and that. And, you know, and it's like, I feel like I fed into that for a long time, you know, being in, getting into personal development and reading books and doing the things that I've done throughout the years. I feel like that's kind of naturally a little ingrained in me. But at the same time, I'm realizing that it's like that, that just, yes, that pulled me out of the hole of like feeling like life was shitty and it wasn't going to get any better. That definitely did that for me. But at the same time, it just put me into another hole of feeling like the second that I'm not utilizing the time that I have, I sh- should be ashamed of myself. How dare I? How dare I take the time to just relax and take the time to just be with myself and take the time to just be with my family? And, you know, it's like being a mom is really hard and taking care of people is really hard. And sometimes that stuff is so hard it can be debilitating in its in its own way you know it's like you feel like this is all I have the space for I only have the space to try to take care of my kid and make sure that she's okay and this that and the other and then I also only have the space to do these things and it's like I just think that the best thing we can do for ourselves is to let yourself slip when you need to slip but just don't let yourself slide don't let yourself think that because you're you've had a couple days or you've had a week or whatever, that that's just who you are. And then you start to let the guilt of like, well, this is who I am. And you start to let the shame of like, this is who I'm always going to be, you know, eat at you. Cause that's not going to motivate you to do anything that you want to actually get done. In the moments where you're feeling like I want to do these things then do them. And in the moments where you're feeling like maybe I just can't today, then don't. And I'm not saying sometimes that you don't need to kick your own ass of like pushing yourself. Cause I think that you should, But I also think that it's okay to feel stuck. It's okay to feel like you don't have all the answers. It's okay to feel like you may or may not be behind on people. Because I can almost all guarantee you you're not. You're not behind on anything. Your life is your life and your path is your path. And in the days that you are just feeling like nothing is going to make it better and you just have to lay there and let it be, then that's okay. The last thing you need to do is add shame on top of it. And I think that's why it's important to kind of always be further educating yourself, honestly, because, you know, as being in therapy and reading books and doing the things that I try to do, I feel like there's so much that has helped heal that part of me that felt like, when the days that I am just feeling nothing and I'm feeling like I'm nothing, there's always usually an answer out there. There's always usually a solution out there. There's always something that can make you feel like, okay, I'm not alone in this. And you're not alone in that. I think a lot more people feel stuck than what they even say. I think a lot more people have the days where they feel off than the days that they feel on. And you know, in the world that we live in, it's hard not to. There's so much in the world that's going on that is constantly happening. So it's very hard not to feel that way. But know that I see you and you're not alone and you're allowed to feel as stuck as you need to feel. (laughs) 
Okay? Don't add shame to yourself. You have nothing to be ashamed of. Nothing in how you live your life. No one's no one's grading you. No one. Okay? You are the one that is grading your own life. And you can give yourself an A and you don't even have to earn it. I mean, like, physically earn it. Like, you don't have to, like, do all this shit to prove yourself and think, like, okay, now I get an A. You can give yourself an A because you got through the day and you didn't think you would. Okay? (sighs) I'm feeling lighter already. Feeling is healing, you all. Always say it. I always will say it. And I felt like I needed to say that. Okay? All my love. Um, On my next episode, I want to talk about how I finished out my 30 days sober. If you guys remember, I had talked about how I was going to go 30 days sober. Well, we're at the end of it. I did it. And I'm going to give my feedback about it. All right? Thank you so much for joining me. As always, I'm happy you're here. I'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Take care.